0: Welcome to JMO, with Josh and Joe. It is Tuesday, December thirteenth, and Joe. I know we usually, I know we usually leave college football for the end, but I feel like it's fitting to to start at the beginning. Um, I think so. We lost a a national treasure, a true American hero in Mike Leach on Monday. Yep. R.I.P. in peace. He was he he was a one of a kind. He was he was a one of a kind. Um, great great fucking coach. Oh. Great. Yeah. Great, great personality. He mm-hmm. was he was part of that 2020 All SEC coaches personality team that we we put together. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I do. You know what? I want to do. Uh, I want to do some quotes. Do you have any quotes from him? I I kind of want to. I mean, there's out.
1: plenty of them. Yeah. And if I thought long and hard enough, I could definitely pull it out. But you have some jotted down?
0: I got I got a little bit. Let me. Um. He he really likes gummy bears. He like he likes. Yep. Gummy flavored stuff. He did not like candy corn.
1: Nope. He's very, very much not a candy corn guy.
0: Not not, not a candy corn guy. Um, So one of them is it's on the officials in the 2007 Texas Tech game in Austin. He said, It's a little like breakfast. You eat ham and eggs. As coaches and players, we're like the ham. You see, the chicken's involved, but the pig's committed. We're like the pig. They're like the chicken. They're involved, but everything we have rides on this.
1: Wow, that's that's incredible. I, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if that was the pregame speech.
0: <laughs> that might, I mean, I, that would get me fired up. Exactly. Like I'm, I'd be all in. Yeah. Which is that's what the, apparently that's what the pig was. The pig was all in.
1: Yeah, I mean the pigs are vicious. I mean, they, yeah, I definitely would want yeah. to be called a pig.
0: Yeah, I mean, if anybody's seen the movie Snatch, you know pigs through chew through bone like butter.
1: Yes, they're all in. They they,
0: they will consume anything. Them motherfuckers. I guess this, I guess that's where they get hungry as a pig.
1: Yep. Um, yep. I've, um, and I've seen mini pig eat mini men. <laughs> it, was <a> <laughs> it was a bloodbath. It was a bloodbath. It was a
0: bloodbath. Okay, so on his first win with the Texas Tech or with Texas Tech against the New Mexico Lobos, uh, it's kind of like doing surgery with a chainsaw instead of a scalpel. We had pl- pieces and parts flying everywhere. It turned out in our favor. We have just got to clean it up next time around. I'm guessing it was an ugly game. Mm-hmm. I mean, this like I with Texas Tech that was a long time ago. That was probably Cliff Cliff Kingsbury years. Um, but yeah, it, it I guess I guess it was kind of ugly. That, that, that game must have been a little bit ugly. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's say let's see. I got another one. Um, on beating Texas in 2002. This was when he was at Texas Tech. Mm -hmm. When asked if he regretted not hyping Cliff Kingsbury more, (laughs) he said, I don't even remember what I said. I hope whatever I said was cute and clever and maybe even a tiny bit humorous. I hope it wasn't mindless babble. And if it was, hopefully everyone will forget about it pretty quick.
1: (laughs) I, I I think he forgot about it pretty quick. I was about to say, and, it, and he probably just knows that most people kind of forget his babbling, you know, pretty quick. Um, yeah. Just because I guess that people, because honestly, people were just kind of wondering where it was going next. <laughs> I mean, that was one of the common themes you he heard with people that knew him. Was like, you know what? When you get in a conversation with him, you have no idea what's coming.
0: Mm-mm. Absolutely not. Um, it's just like that girl that asked him for wedding advice. And he just flat out told her that he fu- that she fucked up. Yeah, and told her to elope. So, yeah, so just told her to elope, and, and she was his his main advice was just to tell her to not publicize it, yeah. and which she already did, and basically telling her on live TV that she fucked up. Yeah. Um. One of my favorites. This is it, this is his take on system quarterbacks. This was after a game, I guess, a reporter asked this. He says, if BJ is a product of the system, then he's not getting any of those touchdown passes in all those yards. That means our coaching staff is. That's what Leach said. That would also mean we could go down to 7-11 and get the clerk behind the counter and let him play quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> all timer, all timer. Yep. I love it, and that—that's—that's that's the kind of person he was. He had his quarterbacks back.
1: Mm-hmm. He's
0: like, no, this isn't just the, the system. This isn't just the coaches and the and the staff. This is the players, fucking too. Like, you can't just go to Seven Eleven and get a fucking clerk behind the counter. Yeah, you know. So I, he, he's just—he's an all time. I mean, and he's got. I was looking it up. I was doing my research. He's got quotes for days. Yep it's just it's it's almost like he's like a genuine dude like you know how a lot of coaches i mean we can we can go through the list but a lot of coaches are like robots mm-hmm. he he's actually one that is is genuine with his answers like reporters will ask the same mundane questions yep. but he's he'll actually like go through his brain and, and dig out actual you know legitimate answers that are genuine to him
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's what the thing he taught about college football, and that that's going to be missed is like you can bring character. You yep, know, yeah. you can bring character to college football. You don't always have to be. I mean, yeah, obviously, there's going to be time to be professional, which he, obviously he was. I mean, to this day, like I don't think there was a better air raid coach out there.
0: No, and we can get into that. He he started the air raid. Like it, I mean, he he obviously didn't it and found it like it wasn't his idea but he kind of perfected it he
1: kind of he perfected it
0: yeah like and he he perfected it early on and he beat look i have a stat actually he has the most wins against ap top 25 teams as an unranked um team
1: as an unranked as an
0: unranked team he has the most wins against ap top 25 ranked teams with 18
1: yeah
0: 18 the the second is houston nut with 16 Mm mm-hmm he – it, it's, it's – the, the air raid was hard to defend. Oh, yeah. You, you could it – was, it was tough.
1: I think one of my favorite memories going into, the, like, the football aspects of it was possibly that, that Texas Tech uh, – Texas game that was on national television. I, I, I want to say it was during the Colt McCoy um, era For during Texas. Texas and Texas he, Tech he, had Graham Harrell and Michael Crabtree. Michael Crabtree, Crabtree yes. one of the best – Oh, dude, and they just—I mean, honestly, because the thing is—is is like I don't think he always gets the best of the best talent, you know, year in year out. But he does he's just—that's just how good of a coach he is. He of makes the air raid.
0: He makes the most of the talent that he has.
1: Yeah, but that was—I feel like that was one of his better years of like he's like, look what I can do whenever I have talent because they were a top five team that year. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: absolutely. And Michael Crabtree went on to to do great things in the NFL. And that—that that actually, that's a good segue. Like Mike Leach's coaching tree. The, look who he's had under him. Dave Aranda. He's at Baylor now. Neil Brown, he's at West Virginia. Sony Crombie, Louisiana Tech. Sony Dykes, TCU. Josh oh, shit. Josh Hoople. Or Josh Hypel. Heupel, yeah, Tennessee. Dana Holgerson, Houston. Cliff Kingsbury, Arizona Cardinals. Lincoln Riley, USC. Ken Wilson, Nevada. Wow. That's, that that's legacy right there. That's legacy. Like, if like you don't need people to tell you this, you just, you can just read it. Mm. It's, it's right there. It's yeah. all right there. So, yeah, it it, it was tough. He was, he, he was, that was, that was not fun. It no. was, um, yeah, because I actually, like, obviously when we played Mississippi State, I didn't like him. But that was about the only time of the year I didn't like
1: Mike Leach. Well, and that's the thing. You, you only did that because you were playing against him. But, like, you, there was no way to hate Mike Leach. No. What no. was it? I Actually, I love the segment that um, when Lane Kiffin came on today and, you know, described his friendship with him because they were the best of uh, pals. Oh,
0: dude, they, Mike Leach loved Lane Kiffin. Oh, yeah,
1: and they were supposed to hate each other. Yeah, But they, <laughs> I mean, the thing is they were – they actually taught the college football world that you can have a great a fantastic rivalry which that has been a fan was a fantastic matchup with between both of them, but still not like actually hate each other.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's it, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Actually and I kinda wanna end it on that note. He Mike Leach went out on top. He went out on top. He went out on top. His last game was the egg bowl, which he won. Yep. And I think if you're gonna go out, I think that might be the most appropriate way to. Yeah. So that's it, R.I.P.
1: Mike Leach. Winner forever in our hearts.
0: Yep. Um, all right, let's get, let's move on. Let's get to let's let's do some let's do some college football since we're gonna, since we're here because there there wasn't very much that happened. Oh um, no. Let's see. Let's go. Let's start with the Army Navy game. Okay. The over in this hit in like the first time in like a hundred years. <laughs> right. I mean, I didn't really watch too much of this game. I was uh. I was on a vacation in Washington State doing a little little skiing it was, it was It was a good time. We had a lot of powder, but yeah, this game was going on during that time. so I don't really know too much of what happened. Um, again, I just know that it's the most patriotic game in in American history and uh the overhit.
1: I'm not sure what the uh, the visitors type of uh capacity is like, as far as, like, bystanders and stuff, because I know it's mostly, like, you know, the Army and Navy. It's just the military. Military, for the most part. But I would love to be able to fly on the wall in this in this game, in yeah, this atmosphere have- one time. I feel like that's a bucket list thing.
0: It, I feel like it, like there's a lot of, like, military cheers that go on that we don't know about. Oh, yeah. Like, that we don't see, that the camera doesn't see. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of that. And there's probably, like, it's like, Texas A and M, they have a lot of rituals. Probably. Yes, yes. I want to see all the rituals because the military is that it's a it's a unifying thing. You know, rituals and traditions. They 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 help unify a a society or a group. Yeah. Oh and- yeah. It's
1: I mean it's like a, I feel like it's a foundational you know part a piece of. Everything significant. I, I agree. Everything uh, out there, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's that's, that's what
0: that, you. That's honestly what makes this game so great. That's yes. why they save it for this weekend.
1: Yeah, it's the Army Navy game. It's it's patriotic. It's awesome. But this one did go into overtime. Hmm. Um. So we um we got ahead uh, ourselves a a good matchup, which I feel like a matchup like this is essential. Like to go either go down to the wire, or go to overtime.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because if if it's a blowout, then it's just gonna get even more boring. Yeah. It has to, but good. You know, we had a good one. That's a. It's a nice cap for a a great college football season. Like it, it wasn't the. It might. It might not not have been the best college football season. Um. And I'm I, I'm extremely biased on that because LSU lost to Texas A&M and got stomped by Georgia. But it was a good. It
1: was a good cap. It was, it was a good was, cap.
0: It was a good cap. I liked it.
1: Yep. Um. On to the bowls.
0: Yep. On to the bowl games. Um. Let's see. We had the Heisman. Caleb Williams won the Heisman. Um, yep. it was kind of underwhelming if I'm being honest.
1: It w- it was. Um, almost felt kind of lazy in a way. You know, like most most of the um, participants were quarterbacks with a, a t- you know, two running backs. Yeah, well, Corum got hurt, so
0: that was tough. I I feel like he really should have. He probably should. It would have been nice if like he didn't get injured and they had a running back win it for the first time in how long? Probably since Derrick Henry, huh? Derrick Henry, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know. It is what it is. The Heisman's kind of like it's it's not as prestigious as it used to be. I feel like you know what I'm saying. Like it it used to be. I think it's because like quarterbacks used to or like anybody. I'm sorry, not quarterbacks, but like it used to be like the bowl games. The bowl games are watered down now.
1: Yeah, I I feel
0: like just everything in college now is just watered down. Well, you know,
1: you knew that was gonna happen with the playoffs and then the i feel like the Heisman's getting watered down because of the quarterbacks mm-hmm. and how or the offense is catering too much so much to the uh, the quarterbacks. Right,
0: right. So there's it's really just the top 3 quarterbacks in the league Yeah, from now, here on out. I, I miss the times when like there was like obviously Charles Woodson was the last defender to win it, but it was I miss the times where like there was other other players in other positions. Like considered, like and strongly considered.
1: Well, I will say this: Aiden Hutchinson was on the list last year. He was. Um, what, did he
0: finish number two or no? No, he finished number three.
1: It was. It was some. I know it was top. Uh, top four because I want to say he went there, but mm-hmm. um, no, he was
0: there. I remember. But it, it's just I don't know. I just feel like it's it's not really it's not as prestigious as it used to be. I know I I, I still love the commercials and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, they do they do a really good job of that. Um, yeah. But, I don't know. It's just, it's not, it's not what it used to be.
1: Um, you got anything else on college football? Um, that was about it. I, I was going to, actually, I will say this. The, um, Caleb Williams being, is the seventh Heisman winner for USC. They do, they do pump out Heisman winners. Yep. And um, also the third winner for Lincoln LeBriley.
0: The third wiener wiener. Wiener. <laughs> the third wiener <laughs> for Lincoln Riley. Um yeah. who else did Lincoln Riley have? He had Jalen Hurts?
1: Nope. Jalen Hurts got beat out by Baker uh, Mayfield. Burry. Baker Burrow.
0: Yep. Yeah, Baker Mayfield. Um so it's Caleb Williams, Baker Mayfield, and oh fuck. Who's the other one? Who's the other one? You gotta tell me.
1: Yeah. He's he's the quarterback for him right now.
0: Oh shit. For um, Sandy, uh, Justin Herbert? Wait, no, no.
1: Um, he's he for cooked, Cliff Kingsbury he cooked, right now.
0: Oh, for Cliff. Oh, Kyler Murray. Yeah. Okay, got it. Um, oh, good for Lincoln Riley. He turns out fucking. He he should just stay in, just forever be in college football because he he just turns out fucking studs.
1: Yeah, I, I think he's on his way back over. But um, and then last but not least, but we had a uh, they have a fan vote for Heisman and Hendon Hooker got the uh, the fan Really? Base. Yep. Interesting. Which I think he was one of the more explosive players oh, this year.
0: It's never the best. Well, I know when we've been saying this for the past 20 years, 20-plus 20 years, if I'm being honest, it's not the best player in college football. It's the best player on the best team. Hendon mm-hmm. um, Hooker probably, if I'm being completely honest, he, he probably deserved it. He probably deserved it, yeah. But Tennessee had to
1: lo- go ahead and lose to South Carolina You know, that kind of hurt. Fuck it all up. Also, not playing very well against Georgia also hurt Mm -hmm. as well. So,
0: yeah, but Georgia's a mini NFL team.
1: They are. They're a miniature
0: NFL team. They, I guess. Well, I know. We, I think we talked about it. Yes, or last week, but the spread between Georgia and the Texans, Mm -hmm. I think, would be thirteen and a half points.
1: Yeah, that's, that's. I feel like that's accurate. Anyways, you ready to move on? Let's do it. Um. All right, I
0: you gotta wait till later on, but I have a prediction on who the greatest co- greatest coach of all time,
1: um, who the greatest coach of all time is. Yeah, yeah. So it's not Belichick. No, no. And you'll you'll, it's you'll not Nick Saban. Nope. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'll uh, we'll we'll talk about it. Um. You know what? I'll, fuck it. I'll say it, I'll say it right now. You ready? Okay. Lube up your eardrums, cause I'm about to penetrate you with some
1: knowledge here. I'd rather not.
0: Kyle Shanahan is the greatest coach of all time.
1: Okay, Kyle Shanahan.
0: And just wait for the San Francisco game because I and I'll let you know. I'll let you know why. Because okay. he's do what he's doing with San Francisco right now is absolutely just it dumbfounds people. <laughs> dumbfounds people. But anyways, let's get to the World Cup update. So we unfortunately for you because you love Croatia.
1: Very big Croatia fan. <laughs> Very big, big, big.
0: Big Croatia guy.
1: I have to emphasize two bigs. Okay, big, big.
0: Um, I'm a big Lionel Messi guy. Okay, so from the beginning, from the beginning, I have been a Lionel Messi over Cristiano Ronaldo guy. Okay. I always thought Lionel Messi was better. I thought Cristiano Ronaldo just stepped by the fucking goal and kicked it in. This FIFA World Cup is just proving my point. This is, a, like, Cristiano Ronaldo's benched, Argentina is going to the finals.
1: Yeah, so you actually are watching soccer for the soccer. Yes.
0: Okay. Well, I'm just watching soccer so that I can be proven right. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But, no, I do, I do love the soccer. The, the, the soccer has been really intensive, if I'm being honest. Like it's Even though USA's been out, I've actually thoroughly enjoyed watching these games. Yeah. I kind of like soccer now. Like I did like it a little bit because I'm a Liverpool fan, so I try and root for root for soccer. But like, I I, I like
1: soccer. Okay, well, maybe if I figured it out a little bit more, I would actually know mm-hmm. or if I like it or not. But
0: I'm still trying to figure it out too. Yeah, I don't quite understand it, but you know, it's fun to watch. It's intense. It, I think the biggest part is you can't like like you and I. We can just watch football. Just for the the sheer sport of football Mm -hmm. and enjoy it just because it's football. Yeah, you know, like we can we can watch a random SEC game or a random like Michigan versus Purdue game and still be entertained because that's just the the sport we love. We understand it. We we crave it. Yeah. Um, with soccer, it's it's different. The only the way I am able to get pumped up about it is I have to pick a team. I have to pick a team, and if I'm rooting for the team or if I bet on the team, that's what makes soccer better for me. And that's what helps me to actually understand it. So gambling actually does great for sports, and I think casinos are finally figuring that out or the Senate's finally able to make money off of it. I don't know which one it is, but gambling's good for sports. Gambling's good for anything, if I'm being honest.
1: (laughs) I don't know how true that statement is. Well, okay, it's bad for the individual. It's great for... For basically everything else i mean you you make an excellent point i mean uh the state benefits from the taxes off, exactly. Off of exactly
0: exactly and then the casinos benefit from it and the people who think they're gonna win benefit from it
1: they do actually the the really common goers do actually get perks as well yeah that's true a that's lot true. of perks
0: so you know don't gamble or gamble responsibly 1-800-GAMBLER but um yeah gambling's good for for everything it's good it, for everything. It is. <laughs> if you just get gambling involved with anything you do, it, it, it'll promote it. Okay. That's terrible. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you're so giving this advice. <laughs> that's so bad. All right. Anyway, so tomorrow we have France against Morocco. Um, I did uh, this. Just this should be a. Uh, it should be pummeling by France.
1: It should be a pummeling. Yeah,
0: it should be France and Argentina.
1: I was about to say, I think the world wants France and Argentina. I
0: yeah, but um, I think I feel like America wants Morocco. We're the we're the ultimate underdog story. America loves an underdog story. That's very true.
1: We're gonna be rooting for Morocco, right? Yes, yes, we will be rooting for Croatia. I mean, Morocco. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they had their Cinderella story last year. I mean, here's the thing. Croatia. They they. They basically came back with the same team. They had that that long-haired dude that's like 38 years old or something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name. Yep. They were an old team. They the fact that they made it to the semifinals was was actually pretty impressive. Yep. So. Yep. All right, you um you want to uh you want to uh, get to the NFL? Let's do it. All right, I got a uh, I got a couple of things before we get to the games. Um the teams that won the bye week. Okay. You know cuz we had 6 teams on the bye week. A lot of competition. A lot of competition. Saints, Falcons, and Packers won the bye week.
1: Okay. Falcons
0: and Saints because the Bucks lost.
1: Yeah, and it's the NFC South.
0: Yes. Now, the Panthers did win, but that didn't really matter. The Bucks lost, so all, both of those teams are still in it. They're still in it. The Packers because the Lions won, and that's – Actually, I don't even think the Packers really won. I think they tied the, the bye week.
1: Okay, they tied the by, bye week.
0: They tied the bye week. The Lions, the Lions won. Um, the Vikings lost. Okay, I think so that in that in the case they kind of tied it they didn't really they're they're kind of a dumpster fire Yeah, so basically the Falcons and the Saints won the bye week Makes sense The Bears lost um, the Colts lost They're just they're just really bad
1: They're just bad. So they were just gonna lose anyway. Yeah,
0: I don't think they really had much of a chance Okay, yeah Colts and commanders commanders lost because the Cowboys won
1: the bye week is pretty tough yeah, it is. It is tough because, like, you know, it's not like you can do anything about it. I mean, Colts were getting like backlash with you know Jeff Saturday experiment not working. Now articles going all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, I mean, it's a tough. It's tough to deal with. It is. It is.
0: But yeah, the Commanders lost for sure because the Cowboys and the Eagles won. Um. So, yeah, there you go. Those are people that won the bye weeks and lost the bye weeks. Um. Okay. Last thing I have before we get to the games is. We got to talk about week fourteen buys and fantasy implications. <laughs> that's a so that's a thing that we first experienced last year, and it was more of a shock thing. To so where like we were like, oh shit, all these players have buys on this week. Yeah, and so like we weren't really ready for it. This year, I feel like people were. There were, the, there were a few people that were ready for it. There were a few people that were like, hey, you got to watch the week 14 buys because that's that's essentially what most leagues, that's their last to, or second to last week. That's their crunch time.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: you got to actually prepare for that yep. on draft day. I feel like next year, like most of us have our had our wake-up calls, and we know now next year to draft according to the bye weeks because I had – Everyone on bye this week.
1: I I just don't understand why there's six. There's six teams on the last bye week.
0: Yeah, like when there
1: was only two the week before, and then there was zero during Thanksgiving week.
0: And there's like normally it's just four. Yeah. Why can't it just be four? Yeah. That's I mean, true. Roger That's
1: Goodell, you are fucking up my fantasy league. He. And I it think, wasn't because you know, my team sucks.
0: Exactly. No, it had nothing to do with no. Absolutely our team nothing. Suck. No, and I think. I think Roger Goodell's actually doing that on purpose. He's, do, he's doing it on purpose. Yeah, yeah he's he, such a he, fucking uh, he dick. He is a fucking dick. He would do that on purpose. You know what? And he's just like, he's so mad because he's like, oh, all these people only follow the NFL because of fantasy. I'm going to show them. Like, fuck you, Roger. You Like, people are people are actually watching your fucking shit because of fantasy. Like, you, you're supposed to thank fantasy, not curse it,
1: you ass you, fuck. You think, you think he does it in a mischievous uh, type of manner?
0: Oh, you think he's like, he, 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 I'm, yeah, exactly. going, to, I'm going to fucking fuck these people up.
1: Yeah, like they, they boo me every time in the draft night, you know? I'll, I'll show them. I'll show them. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck you, Roger. Fuck you. What did we say he was? He was a what type of drinker?
0: He was a...
1: Was he a vodka drinker? No, he probably drinks seltzer.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think it was either, it was vodka or seltzers. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. High noons. <laughs> Best of both. And he probably butt chugs it too because he likes shit going up his ass. <sighs> Jeez. Anyways, all right. Let's get to the fucking games. All right. Um, let's see. Let's go with the Raiders versus the Rams. Um, let's see. Um, two day turnaround for Baker Mayfield. I was just about to say, <laughs> like, it's like it's like when people like when like get a ten thousand dollar scratch off. Like, you got your everyday human being that just scratches off ten thousand dollars, and
1: she, he, or she thinks they're rich. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: Baker, did, that's essentially Baker just winning
1: a, a big ass scratch off. Well done to well done to the coaches that got him up to speed because not only did they right? have to teach him everything about the offense, they also had to get somebody with the attention span like a Baker Mayfield to pay attention the entire time. Yes. Kudos. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is a guy who bashes his head against, like, other helmets. Oh, he, that, that he, he like, grabs the helmets and, ba- and headbutts them. He's a real adrenaline junkie guy, type of guy. So keeping him still and learning something, got to give props to the coaches on that.
0: Agreed. Agreed. How, how do you sit down with a guy who like that? I mean, like, he'll, you're trying to sit down at the desk, and this guy, Baker, just— puts his face through the fucking table
1: yeah exactly
0: and that's just how he gets pumped up he's like like, yo yo no no no
1: baker no (laughs) this is this is film
0: (laughs) but the players are right
1: there no this is film baker they just scored a touchdown on the uh on the film that's what i do i
0: bash my head this is a rerun baker we don't need to bash (laughs) each other's faces in okay see look
1: the video showing you doing it already
0: Oh, that's me. No way. Yeah. So kudos to the coaches actually for dealing with Baker Mayfield. Yep. Also, I think our three strike theory for quarterbacks is is back up and is up and running. Okay. So you remember how last week we talked about maybe quarterbacks are getting, you know, a third chance now the, instead the of a chance. first cuz usually it is the first chance and then they have a, a redemption type thing and if they don't work out, usually that's it.
1: And then they're forever backup.
0: Right, exactly. I think I think our, our theory is is kind of like coming into fruition here. Okay, we have a uh, a Baker Mayfield that led a ninety eight yard mile or ninety eight yard mile an hour um ninety eight yard drive. Okay, game winning drive, and I think the fucking Raiders player what's what's um what what's his name? He did the gritty on the two yard line after that punt. Did you see that? I forget his uh, I, forget, I forget the special teams guy's name, but. When they downed it at the two-yard line, the guy did the gritty. He fucked
1: the Raiders. He's fucked the Raiders. You, can't, them. you can't do a gritty unless it's a touchdown.
0: Yes. Yeah. You, uh, I, we, we've already said this weeks ago that the gritty's done.
1: I mean, obviously, yeah, it should, it's done.
0: Now the gritty wanted to be done. Now it's so pissed off that, it, that they didn't put it to rest. Now the gritty is cursing people. The do gritty, you think
1: it has the adverse effect if it's not done in the end zone? I think so. I think so.
0: It was done at the t- the gritty only likes it when it's done in the end, the end zone.
1: zone. Yeah. Okay. That, like that, it's that- annoyed with it, but it, it, it accepts it because it's like, oh, they scored a touchdown. Like I get it, but like it it'll be really pissed off at you if you don't do it in exactly.
0: the end zone. Yeah. The grit. The end zone is the gritty's g spot. Yes. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> like conduct what call was BS. The um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, that's with the uh, knocking the football.
0: Yeah, yeah, the, um, that and that kind of fucked the Raiders pretty good. Um, he just all he did was knock the football out, man. That was terrible.
1: Yeah, that's, I don't, I don't know the official rules on that. If that was a BS or not or whatever, you know, we'll we'll get like Jim Harbaugh to explain the rule to us. But we're gonna um, have to, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. It didn't seem like it should have been. No.
0: Yeah. Um. Let's get to the game. The let's get to the rest of the game. Baker was Baker's kind of back. He was slinging the ball like he he wasn't afraid to throw it. He was like this is like this is my new chance. I got a third chance. Let's fucking go.
1: I feel like and you know kind of going along with that point. I think Baker and make McVeigh just feel right for each other. Right, they just they, feel right for each they other. They both
0: have the same. They both have the same intensity. They would probably both headbutt each other without helmets on.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Although they,
0: we we've seen that that McVeigh does not like getting hit in the face.
1: No, he doesn't like getting hit in the face. But he um he's got a new ex- energy and new excitement now.
0: I, but I feel like the face. Okay, so like when when McVeigh got hit in the face, it was on his cheek by the helmet. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's a headbutt guy. McVeigh would like a good headbutt every. He would now like and a day. good
1: headbutt. Yeah. Yeah, so him if and He's Baker, expecting it. He doesn't like surprises.
0: That's true. Okay, you're right. You're right. He, he's not a surprise guy. No. He, he's a he's a very very meticulous like plan everything out type of, of human being.
1: I don't think he's done a fake anything.
0: He actually that's right. <laughs>
1: that's he just right. usually goes for it on fourth. So. It. <laughs> he
0: doesn't he doesn't well we'll get to fakes later cuz our boy Dan Campbell uh, uh, Yeah. Our boy Dan Campbell did a good one, but um anyways, uh let's see. Here's just here's here's what Baker did. the 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 Rams were down sixteen to three with three and a half minutes left, and ends up coming back and winning. Yep, sixteen to seventeen. Is uh, was it Scourneck? Scourneck? Scourneck. Scourneck. Is he the new Cooper Cup?
1: Because he's white. Me?
0: Well, okay, yeah, that was most of it, but you didn't have to point it out. You didn't have to po- that. You don't have to point that out, okay? Yeah, okay. Mo- okay mo- it's mostly because it's because he's white, okay. But he had he's had some really really good catches. There was a catch in the end zone where the guy fuck was hugging him.
1: Oh yeah, no, hugging was, him. It was a great great uh, catch, but awesome. I, I I don't know. Uh, I, I I like to think Cooper Cubs is like one of a kind. Um, so, I don't want to double him that just yet until I see a little bit more out of him. Right. I mean, he's been playing around for all this entire season. Yeah. Um, just because, I mean, he had a good breakout game. If it continues, though, also, you know, I could be you like know, a Cooper the Cooper Cup.
0: The white guy won the Triple Crown, which was absolutely ridiculous. Bizarre. Yeah. Very bizarre. We did, nobody expected that. Um, but yeah. Anyways, the only last thing I have is uh, Adams had another, Devontae Adams had another one arm grab. Oh, that's. Three weeks in a row right now. It's unreal. He's just see he, like as much as I want to keep saying Justin Jefferson's the best receiver in the in the game, and I'm gonna continue saying that, Devontae Adams is right there. He's so Justin Jefferson's like one A and Devontae Adams is one B.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean Jefferson had his own little stat line too that we'll talk about later. But yeah, yeah that, I should honestly I was kinda of thinking about this. Should one handed catches be like taken down as a stat and also, you know, as an extra point in fantasy?
0: Oh, that's a good
1: one. You get a one-handed catch is an extra point.
0: I mean, I mean, like it should be added to our to our like earned interceptions stats. Yes. Like we so we're going to come up with a bunch of different random stats that actually apply to football that nobody takes into account.
1: It would be really cool.
0: Yes, cuz one arm one arm catches is is very important because you're not only, you're making a catch with with a Usually a defender draped around you, or you're making the quarterback look good because that means he can just throw the ball to you within an eight foot radius, Mm -hmm. and you will come down with the ball. Yes, and that's that's almost that's extremely important. So I I agree, and also quarterbacks get looked down on with their with their interceptions, but a lot of them aren't their fault.
1: That's very true. Anyways,
0: you got anything else on the Raiders versus Rams?
1: Ah, that's it. All right,
0: Raiders lose the Rams. Good actually a decent Thursday Thursday game I think so you know we we had well we strung, strung a couple of them in a row there but I was
1: about to say it's been yeah we had two in a row we had a rough rough start and like you know um Kirk curveb Street and um Al Michaels Al Michaels really did show <laughs> how tough it was I felt bad for, you almost started feeling bad for them yeah you know but um but now yeah we've strung along quite a bit of good ones yeah good for
0: them all right let's go into the Jets versus the bills um Josh Allen's gotta chill out with the running. He's gonna get he's gonna get absolutely clobbered and cut in half one day. Yeah, but he did flip for a first down. It was awesome. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Oh, it was absolutely insane. Yeah. But bro, you're gonna get your head knocked off.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this in the past as well. I mean, even the you know, most biggest athletic specimen of Cam Newton playing quarterback, mm-hmm. you know, it still got beat up. And, you know, didn't last in the league as long as, you know, a good quarterback should.
0: And, and Cam Newton was Superman. As big as Josh Allen is, Cam Newton was big. Oh, uh, dude,
1: he's the, by far the, like, the most athletic, raw, like, just, yeah, Superman. Superman. He, he was Superman. He was Superman.
0: He was six five, like, 250 fucking pounds. Like, Josh Allen's not even that tall or that big. Yeah. And he got beat up. You can't do it. Like the blueprint has been set for those types of quarterbacks; they don't last very long. I mean, and look,
1: you can you can use it in certain certain times, like really really important times. But other than that, just just slide down.
0: That's a that's a good segue to my next point. I think he tucks the ball too early. Tucks the ball. I think he tucks the ball and runs too early. Like once, like I think he could stay in the pocket like a, a second or two more and look at his reads. I think he likes to run that ball. I, I was he, about to he, say.
1: He craves that contact. People that are good at running the ball, that's one of the knacks on them as a quarterback mm-hmm. because, like, you're Kyler Murray, you're Lamar Jackson. Sometimes you just don't you don't give yourself enough time. I think the best quarterbacks are the ones that can scramble but then keep their eyes down the field. They just scramble away just to get from, away from pressure, just Pre- like Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. I yes. was
0: about to say, Patrick Mahomes is the fucking perfect idea. I, like, the, the – Picture perfect, I quarterback,
1: think, and quarterback. he's going to be the first one that comes to mind. But I think Joe Burrow is another one that does perfection on that. I agree too. That spot,
0: I, I we'll get to the Cincinnati Browns game, um, but I think he does something better than any quarterback in the in, in the National Football League. Nice. Just nice. wait, wait, wait till that game. I'll tell you. I think there's something I think he does better than anyone else. But anyways, back to this game. I dude, Mike White, <laughs> Mike White. Say what you will about Mike White. That man might be the one of the toughest fucking players in the NFL right now. Yeah. He got fucking rocked.
1: He got rocked like three times.
0: Yes. And he got all right, so he got hit by Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver has it perfect. So remember how we we've tried to figure out how to hit the quarterback without getting a roughing the passer? Of course, you know you lay him down, get sing him a night night mm-hmm. lullaby, tuck him in. Put that pillow behind his. You back. You gotta fluff the pillow up before you put it behind him, you know, mm-hmm. and then tuck him in. Maybe give him a little kiss on the forehead. Okay, Ed Oliver figured it out. If you're he he timed it perfectly, you can hit the quarterback really hard. Okay, but it's like it's like if two pinballs hit each other. When two pinballs hit each other, one goes one way and one goes the opposite, okay? Mm -hmm. That's what he did. He hit him perfectly to where, like, the ball was just coming out of his hand, so it wasn't a late hit. But he also hit him, and Mike White went one side and he went the other. Yep. And I think he planned that out.
1: I I think so, too. You know, that makes sense. Um, Because, I mean, the quarterbacks aren't going to be somebody that you really have to wrap up. There's only maybe a couple of them that you have to wrap up. Yeah. um, but, yeah, he's definitely – Mike White was definitely not one of them. So you can definitely, you know, push him down, knock him down. But, um, yeah, I would say, I mean, everything that I saw that people – I mean, everybody was like, oh, shoot, that was a big hit. But at the same time, nobody said, oh, that was a late hit. Everybody was like, that was clean.
0: Yep, and you're absolutely right. I And he got hit by Matt Milano later on too.
1: Mm-hmm. And this
0: guy just kept getting up and getting fucking – and get just getting back on the place like it was all it was crazy. Yeah, I I t- I don't really think he had a, a that great of a game. I mean he he threw a lot of passes. Completion percentage was okay. He had what two hundred sixty nine yards or something like that.
1: It's still I, it's f- <coughs> all things considered, a dog. It's, it's yeah, dog, dog, dog. dog.
0: official, dog. I mean,
1: official yeah, dog. he even got taken to he had to get taken to the hospital after the game.
0: Yeah, dog,
1: dog. all right, dog. official official, official.
0: Um, 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 um last thing I have is uh Garrett Wilson doesn't look like a rookie. So, you know how we said last week um about those the the, the really good receivers palming the ball with with a uh, like like after the catch mm-hmm. and how they just know what's going to happen. He he does the same thing except he doesn't palm the ball. It's just like when he turn, when he catches the ball and turns around, like his yards after catch they might not be the most, but he just it's like he plans his path in advance and and just executes it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And like he just looks like he knows the def- the defense before like what the defense is going to do before they actually do it. And that's a mark of a veteran fucking wide receiver. Oh, yeah. And he's doing it as a fucking rookie.
1: Yeah. No, he's
0: definitely he's definitely good. He's he's awesome. I can't wait to watch it. Like this whole re, young receiving core, like the Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson and Garrett Wilson, they're all under twenty five years old. Mm-hmm. They're all they they're all gonna be fucking studs for the next like at least five five to ten years. Yes, it's fucking insane. I love it. I love every bit of it. Um. Anyways, you got anything else in this game?
1: I think that's about it. All right,
0: Jets lose to the Bills, twelve to twenty. Let's get to the Browns versus Bengals. Okay, we talked about this. Um. <clears throat> so. I alluded to this earlier. The Joe Burrow I think is the best at
1: threading the needle. He's at threading the needle.
0: Threading the needle. And here that's why I think he throws a lot of interceptions because he tries to get the ball into those tight spaces. Mm-hmm. If you looked at this game, he threaded the needle multiple times and he did it so well. And he's also done that all year long. Like he he didn't particularly do it a lot at LSU he had because just because he had so many good receivers that he could just top, toss the ball well, up they to. were just so wide open they, they, and they were <laughs> wide open they were just and Justin Jefferson continues to get wide open for the Vikings I don't understand how he does it no. like we'll talk about it later with, with the Vikings game but he, they were just always wide open and even the ones that weren't he just tossed it up to and they would they would get it and that's and like he there, there were things like especially during the SEC game that he made the he his Heisman moment when he got away from like four tackles and then threw the ball up to um oh fuck who was it Jefferson Jefferson yeah and for Jefferson's like what the
1: third touchdown or whatever
0: um so he's good but he is actually threading the fucking needle
1: yeah. Well, he, he threads the needle so much, his wide receivers doesn't even know what's coming. Exactly. <laughs> Except, th- the good thing is, Jamar Chase and him are on the same frequency. So, like, he just was able to, last minute, be able to call it in for that touchdown, which was ridiculous, but... Unreal. Um, J-
0: J- by the way, that's a, the good segue. Uh, Jamar Chase is all the way back. All the way back. He's all the way back. Like, he th- that was it. He, he did so well. Um okay, so Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins both went out. And the in Joe Burrow still played like this. Mm-hmm. He, he's I I I I know we're both biased here, but he's
1: so fucking good. He's good. He's so
0: damn good. And since he both the Cincinnati the defense is playing well and the offense is clicking, it's I'm so excited because obviously the Saints are getting in, so I gotta I gotta look at I gotta watch somebody. Yeah, of course. Um Deshaun Watson's second start not impressive, but I'm also going to attribute it to a lot to the
1: sense of defense. I think they were. I mean, they shut down Nick Chubb. Yep, we got the Watson uh, tracker. Is a uh, thirty-eight for sixty-four uh, for the you know this season, four hundred seven yards, touchdown, and two interceptions. No accusations allegedly. Oh no, acu. Oh, okay. Zero ac- accusations. So he's uh, he's doing pretty good so far.
0: Okay. All right, we we're gonna keep track on that uh, zero accusations because um, I don't think that's gonna stay at zero. Okay. No I got an over under at two and a half. Two and a half. Yeah, and I picked the over, so I um, think we'll get a couple more. Um, we'll see though. Left short. We, bet the over. Bet the over. Yeah. Um, we got a we got a, we got quite a few more games left, so mm-hmm. um, we'll see how that goes. Um, let's see. The teams with good running backs are starting to realize that the flea flicker might be the most effective play in the game.
1: <laughs> we saw another flea flicker.
0: Dude, I feel like we've seen more flea flickers in the last like three weeks than we've seen all season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like People are starting to realize, hey, I have a really good running back. There are safeties. There are linebackers. There are cornerbacks that are biting every time he gets the ball. Yep. Fl- flick it back.
1: Well, I was going to say, you know, the last two that I've diagnosed, I diagnosed the, uh, the Tennessee one. It was obviously, you know, Derrick Henry's the best running back to do a flea flicker with. And then when the Raiders did it, Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver to do a flea flicker with. Um, this one was a little bit more of the element of surprise. Yep. You know, there was some white dude just streaking down the field, and they just thought it was going to be a run play. shouldn't guard the white dude And he was just completely wide open.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and here's the thing: Joe Mixon is is one of the biggest threats. Like he he can run the ball, and he's very he's very good. So he obviously attracted a lot of attention. But since he figured out that they just throw the ball to the person that doesn't get any attention, the random white dude, the random white dude. So that's I mean they've they've found ways to perfect the flea flicker
1: and it's it's beautiful. I'm sure they probably saw in their like peripheral vision and like some white dude on this you know towards the sideline and just thought it was a coach, <laughs> you know, coach for the Bengals,
0: yeah. <laughs> that or like some overly zealous fan. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what it was.
1: You got anything else on this? Um, yep. Bengals snapped a uh, six-game losing streak over to the Browns.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I
1: forgot about that.
0: Um. Of why on god's green earth were the browns their kryptonite. I'm not
1: sure. I'm that, not sure.
0: That wasn't that's insane. Yeah, that's that's kind of embarrassing a little bit. It
1: really is. Yeah, cuz I mean you can understand if like somebody's like a dominant team like, you know, the patriots were back in the day and they they held, you know, had that dominant uh run over the Jets right for quite some time for you know a, you, a you long could, time yeah you could justify it and be like oh the Patriots just really really good
0: I still don't think the pa- the Jets have been beaten the Patriots in Foxborough in like 20 years or something yeah 20 plus years I, I'm pretty sure that's a that's a streak or something it's a thing it's a thing we'll make it a thing fuck it yeah
1: so um but uh, you can't really justify the, the Cleveland it's not like they've been actually really good no, like they, all this time I know the Browns
0: suck the Browns like usually suck yeah I mean, I guess the last three years they've they've had a de- they have had decent teams, but come on, you can't go zero and six to the Browns.
1: Yeah, and I mean, what was it? Joe Burrow himself was zero and four. Yeah, so
0: ew.
1: So he he snapped that streak. All right,
0: so the the, the Bengals are are back now.
1: Yeah, and I, I feel like the thing the thing they ch- I I think the media is uh, really taking the liking to Cincinnati for some reason. Um, I guess it because they're fun to watch with. Oh, fun to watch. Joe Burrow's, a, you know.
0: Joe Burrow's sexy.
1: Yeah, he's sexy. Um, regardless of what that, you know, drugged out teenager said. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so, like... But at the uh, so I feel like the media did try to you know will this into or you know into fruition
0: into existence into
1: existence because they kept mentioning oh you know they got a six game losing streak they got a six game losing streak you know with the they hopes of trying to, to jinx
0: it oh they tried to jinx it yes or would it be reverse jinx it
1: um, oh they tried to jinx the Browns they
0: tried to jinx the Browns gotcha okay all right yeah that's true I see that I can see that. Um, Cause I also think that so that that probably did have a a big effect because I also think that like. The stupid little things I do at home affect the outcome of an LSU game. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I absolutely believe that that was the reason why the Bengals beat the Browns.
1: It's just like the commentators now figuring out how they have an effect, or yeah, they have an effect over field goals. Whenever they're like, "Oh yeah, this guy hasn't missed a field goal," and then next thing you know, it they can
0: they absolutely can jinx a field goal. Exactly. So it's it's actually not fair. They they shouldn't. No one man should have all that power. Exactly. No one man. It's it's not good. It's not good. They should be edited. They should be muted. You know how like when when um like random fans they'll cuss mm-hmm. and ESPN or whatever network will block will like bleep it out. Those the the announcers should be bleeped out.
1: They should be bleeped out. They should
0: not be able to jinx. I, I think a jinx is more serious than a cuss word. Yeah. They should be able to cuss before they could jinx. Fuck them. You just lost so many people, so much fucking money. I'm hot. I'm hot now. Yeah. Fuck that. The announcers shouldn't be able to jinx. I would rather them cuss. Come on. Let's get Tony Romo Fuck. under control. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I'm so mad now. All I right. Let's, let's get me- to the next game. Um, the, the Browns lose to the Bengals 10-23. <clears throat> Texans versus Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I don't have too much on this. Um, just the game shouldn't have been that close.
1: The game shouldn't have been that close. Almost the upset of the ages. Yeah.
0: Oh, Almost. Uh, like oh, here's the thing. I think Lovey Smith had the game plan to win. He just ran
1: out of talent. <laughs> he ran out of talent. That's it. He just I,
0: ran out of talent. There's I, not enough talent on that team to win.
1: Also, I. I Jeff Driscoll showed his cards and that he doesn't know the playbook completely. Um, if you noticed on that last play, that fourth, oh, when he got they got stopped by the goal line, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be an option play. He went the wrong way.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that because the, the running back went the right way. That should not – yeah. That, and they,
1: I, I checked the offensive line because the offensive line is a good telltale sign of yeah. like where the play is going, and they also went to the right they side. They
0: went to the right, Driscoll went to the left. Yep. So that's a Driscoll thing.
1: Yep. He's also
0: got a giant donk. Did you see those uh memes? Oh, yeah.
1: Motherfucker got cake. He's got yeah, he's got Jesus. that uh Pixar ass. He does have Pixar. the Pixar ass. <laughs>
0: um So Dak all right, I in and, and this is no nothing against Dak. This is along the lines of commentators and announcers having way too much power. So Booker McFarlane said that, that Dak is up there with like Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Which is not fair because it, in my mind it set him to that standard. So when I was watching this game, I'm like, Dak sucks. Dak yep. is terrible. But, but I had to remind myself that it's because I'm holding to him to the same standard as Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and all those fucking guys. Joe Burrow and all those guys. He's not that good. Booger McFarlane just fucked with my mind. Again, he should have been bleeped out.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, also, it kind of shows a little bit of a lazy journalism by Booger because, honestly, obviously he was looking at the box scores and just looking at the stats of uh, Dak Prescott. And mm-hmm. if you do that, you're like, oh, Dak Prescott's actually a pretty good quarterback. But if you realize, like, you know, which games he's actually won, the fact that he hasn't won a playoff game, or maybe he's only won one playoff game, hasn't done really, really done much, anyth- you know, against right. really good playoff teams. I, you know, then you can actually analyze him as a true quarterback that he is. He's not elite. He's kind of good. Great. Because
0: mm-hmm. like, and I do the same thing. I look at the box score because we can't watch every single game. It's okay. impossible. No. you you can't like. I don't care if you have like seven eyes in sixteen screens. You can't watch every single game. It's just it's impossible. So what I'll do. Is a lot of times I'll watch like what Joe and I do to get prepared for this is we'll wa- we'll look at the box score beforehand, and then we'll read we'll listen to the commentators and and everything, and then we'll watch the highlights for ourselves. That's where I got fucking confused. That's where I was just like, oh, Dak Prescott must have looked really good. Then I watched the highlights and I'm like, eh, he looked kind of average. It
1: looked so, a little average.
0: Looked a little average. Um, last thing I have is. How about that end of the game Hail Mary? What the fuck was that?
1: Uh, It wasn't a very good attempt.
0: No, 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 no. It was a great throw and a fucking lazy-ass attempt by the receivers. Mm -hmm. Did you see that? There was five Cowboys around that ball, and and the receivers were just like nowhere to be found.
1: Yeah. Like, at least go for it. Well, you can tell that they actually haven't been in a situation like that where they could win the game on the last play before. That's, that's fair. very very inexperienced for, you know, which understandably so for a 1 in 10 and 1 Houston Texans. Yeah.
0: They're going into that game. They're one, 11 and 1 now. Yeah. All ones. Ones across the board. 1111. Ones across the board. 11111. Okay. One, one. That's not it's not unless you're 11 and 1 and 1, that's
1: not really good. Isn't that code don't, don't they have that code like where it's like zeros and ones on the page and, Morse it's supposed code? To, and it's supposed to mean something?
0: Morse code or I don't know. Yeah, it probably means SOS.
1: We'll go with that. one. <laughs> SOS, yeah.
0: 1-11-1 means SOS. SOS. We're going to make it up. Fuck it. Um, but that's all I got on this one. You got anything else? Uh, no, that's bad. All right, Texans, the Cowboys, twenty Let's get to the Vikings versus the fucking Lions. The Lions are here. I'm not going to say they're back because they weren't ever there, but they're here now, bitches. They're here. They are here. They would, be, they would be an elite team right now if they had a smidgen of a good defense. Like, I know they have some promising players, but overall, the defense is trash.
1: Yeah, they're playing better than what they did at the beginning of the season. So, I will say this. That's not saying very much, though. But I will say this. I mean, that does affect their rankings a little bit. Yes. So, like, I mean, there are better defense than what their rankings display. Mm -hmm. Let's put it that way. But, um, yeah, no – I mean, a big win over Vikings. They're still in playoff hunt. Um, you know what? They they just they finally lasted long enough to buy into that Dan Campbell's is working.
0: Dude, I fucking love it, man. And he's not. He hasn't changed. He's the rah rah guy, the locker room guy, and he's just continued to like bury it into their his players' brains. And now it's it's working. It's working. A lot of the rah rah guys, the the locker room guys, they're they're trying to like go just solely on. On their their speech, their passion, their enthusiasm, no. Honestly, Dan Campbell is just breaking them down, breaking every fiber of their being down, mm-hmm. and rebuilding it yeah. with rah rah.
1: And I will I'll go one step further. Is that you know what? It's not just like the locker room that he has to please. He does have to please the front office too, because most of the time they're the like the the sophisticated bunch, and they're like. Oh, you know what? He just seems too obnoxious. We need a, a more better professional approach, and so that's that's what happens is that those coaches get out a little too early before it actually you know makes the improvements.
0: Is that a monocle and a a fake British accent that, that you're doing there? That was
1: exactly what that was.
0: <laughs> that was That's that pretty good. That's that's honestly what you think the the fat cat. Are, are
1: saying. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because There's, they're the ones in the front office just being like, "Hmm, what's going on down there?" Oh, good boy. How are you doing today? They, oh. I mean, they got the monocle cuz they're in the suites, you know. Yeah, they got to get to uh, see what the what's going they got on. The, on in the, field. the
0: Monopoly man mustache.
1: Yes. Fucking buggers.
0: <laughs> um anyways, so the, <laughs> this is a great this is a great segue into my next point. So the team has already bought in. The team has, has Dan Campbell running through their DNA. Yes. Okay. So that's the only way a fake punt will ever work in the NFL. <laughs> that is it. The only way a fake punt will ever work in the NFL is if you have Dan Campbell just coursing through your veins.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? Like,
0: How often do you see a fake punt in the NFL? That's a college thing.
1: Well,, and also a fake punt, like on the twenty yard line of your own, yeah, like on side of the field,
0: and it wasn't even like it was fourth and one or fourth and two. It was a no. like fourth and eight or fourth and ten. Okay?
1: No, it's like it was big ball, big ball status, big balls, big and ball status,
0: yeah. Dan Campbell gets the the Randy Marsh award, yeah, okay that's what we're, we're gonna call it that the Randy, Marshall. the Randy Marsh award, big balls, big balls. um, let's talk about our boy, Justin Jefferson. 223 yards, dude He, he they, Alright, so teams need to take their best cornerback and stick him on Justin Jefferson every single down and they also need to double team him every single down, maybe not with the same safety but that same best cornerback needs to be on him every single down and he must be double teamed by either the free safety the strong safety, another um, linebacker, a, a dime package guy or whatever He's open He's He gets wide open just, and he catches everything.
1: Yep, just set the franchise record for Vikings um, for the most amount of receiving yards in the game. That's you know, you know how the previous record. Randy Moss. No, I knew you were going to say that. That's Wait. why I set you up on that one. Oh, no, you Sam, did. Sammy White did with 210 yards over 46 years ago. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Fuck off! You did. You, te- you did set me up I, I on d-
1: that. D- one. I t- set you up on it.
0: Hey, good for you for doing your research. There, I buddy. did. I did. Not that right, was a so, research
1: move right there. Did,
0: good for you. Actually, you know what? That did, that shows that. You care. That shows that you put effort into this, which is
1: nice. Well, also, I was really excited to show, uh, to announce like Randy Moss's previous record, but then I found out that I was fooled myself. Ah. He still has three
0: catches, 169 yards, and three touchdowns on a Thanksgiving day. Oh, absolutely. So that's that's like an all-time. That's an all-time. All-time. Um, da- Dalvin Cook had a weird fumble early on in the first quarter. Uh, I, well, I don't know if it was early in the first quarter, but he had a weird fumble early on. Did you see it? It was at the goal line. Or no, it wasn't at the goal line.
1: It was, He had just got a first down or just, something. Yeah, like, it was and close. he was
0: like, it was close to the goal line. And like, he like... Like stutter stepped and
1: tried to juke. Oh, it was by the goal line. Yeah, it was by the goal
0: line, and he was like, he was like shuffling his feet, and it's like he didn't know where to go, and then he got hit, and then it was just
1: he just fumbled it. It took so long to develop. I I really thought they were doing another flea flicker.
0: Yeah, me too. But then I
1: saw the position of the field that they were in.
0: Why would you do a flea flicker <laughs> on the goal line? That would be the ultimate flex.
1: I, I would be interested to see. That'd be a Dan Campbell move. Yeah, <laughs> which you definitely do. If you're that close to the end zone, you got to do make it a Tim Tebow jump pass.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's it's it's what Derrick Henry did.
1: Yes. So just flea flicker, jump pass, all together. Just throw well, them no, all in one. Derek Henry didn't do the flea. Oh, okay. So, you know what I'm saying?
0: So the Derek. Okay, gotcha. So they should. They should somehow flea flick it twice. So, like, if Derrick Henry flea flicks it back to Tannehill, Tannehill runs up, flea flicks it back to Derrick Henry. That would be interesting. That would not work. I don't think actually. so. Now that I said it out loud, that would well, not work.
1: Well, because you already have the defenses coming at you because they are rushing, rushing you, you know, to get to the ball. They're they just going to basically be in that same yeah. direction, same motion, whenever no, just, you flick it back.
0: Yeah, that's true. Just keep the Tim Tebow jump pass. Anyways, the last thing I have is um, the Pene Sewell um, catch. We had a big man catch, and that was for the first down to solidify the game
1: pretty much. Big, big man in motion.
0: Yes, big man in motion, man. It is, it's It's so nice to see like a pick by a big man or like a catch by an offensive lineman.
1: Because you know, they don't get the spotlight very often. You know, it's funny that you say it just like that because I, I really came up with a, a great – Idea for either the Pro Bowl or some sort, or maybe its own league, but um, a, a big man everything league.
0: Like just you have, have
1: to be a minimum of like a certain amount of weight before, or you know, so um, you
0: have to be a minimum of three hundred pounds in order to get into.
1: Yes, this and uh, and every wide receiver and running back and everybody has that has that minimum. You just have a bunch of big guys on the field playing football. <laughs>
0: What if like okay so we wouldn't be able to get it would be hard to get defensive alignment and offensive alignment into that. What if we played sevens with just people with three hundred pounds or above?
1: That I think that's perfect. Do you like heck? Come on, NFL, y'all can do this in the Pro Bowl or something like that. Give yeah. us a seven on seven uh, offensive and line of uh, offensive lineman.
0: Exactly. Let them have the spotlight. You know exactly. Let them catch the ball. And oh wait, all right, okay. Be- Important question. The quarterback. Does the quarterback have to be over 300 pounds? Oh, absolutely. Or wait. Or could we have like a striker, like a a Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, throw these 300 pound lineman balls?
1: I mean, that would at least keep it a little bit. I feel like one of these big guys could. Could hit, chuck the ball.
0: Could throw the ball. I, I see. I don't see them chucking the ball. I see them throwing up a wounded duck every time.
1: Well, think about it. They're, it's not like they're, they're speedsters going across the field. <laughs> I true. mean, they need, not, that, they need that air time to get to it. That's
0: true. You can wait, like, four seconds, and they'll only be, like, 30 yards down the field.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean.
0: Okay. Yeah. Hey, Pro Bowl. Let's fucking a, let's spice a, it up a bit. A
1: big man seven on seven. Big
0: man sevens. Let's go. Um,
1: you got anything else on this? Uh, that's about it. All
0: right, the Vikings lose to the Lions, twenty three thirty four. Lions are back. They're going to make the playoffs. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. go. Um, let's go to Jaguars Titans. Uh, I think the I think people have figured out the Titans. It's it's safe to say that I think the Titans have been figured out. It's like if you can if you can if you have a defense good enough to stop Derrick Henry, you do that. Mm-hmm. If you if you can't stop Derrick Henry. Than just focus solely in on Ryan Tannehill.
1: Yep. Because Ryan Tannehill is not good. He's not. He's not great.
0: No. Um. He. It's. It's. T- it's gonna be tough to. to go anywhere with him. I, I. don't. I don't see them going anywhere. In his far.
1: defense, he's never been advertised as good.
0: He's always been. Been
1: average. I mean, he's always been that bar-set-low type of guy. So, like, if he does do something good, it's like, ah, oh, Ryan Tannehill. Oh, nice. And he's, he doesn't even have to do much. I mean, it's like a 250-yard game, uh, two touchdowns, you know, no interceptions. like,
0: wow, okay, really good game. He didn't throw an interception. Yeah. That's cool. Um, on the contrary, the Jaguars' offense was, like, perfect. Yeah. I mean, come on, Trevor Lawrence was 30-42 of 42 for 368 yards, three tutties. Zero interceptions, zero sacks.
1: Dougie P. He's got that prime year right now. He's just priming this team up. I know. I mean, I just, just, I'm, I can't imagine like if this team gets a lot of confidence, even if they don't make the playoffs. You know, next year's gonna be. I think they're gonna be rolling. I think so
0: too. I like. I I really think they're going to. They're gonna make a splash next year. I don't know if they're gonna make the NFL or the make, make the NFL playoffs. Or not But I think they're gonna be in contention For sure mm-hmm. It's just You know Don, Doug Peterson has a way He has a way um, Derek Henry had two Uncharacteristic Fumbles That was weird Although he got popped, he did get
1: popped. He got like popped for the first time in his but, life.
0: Well, he well he popped somebody and then got popped
1: when he was spinning around. He was in a vulnerable state, but yeah, he did get popped and like because most of the times, even when the player defender pops him, they usually you know ricochet or bounce off kind of to do, do like a Ed Oliver did to Mike White, yeah, um, type of thing. But yep, he yep. got popped this time.
0: Yeah, he did. You're right. Um, let's see. I had the the Zay Jones touchdown was incredible. Um, he his heel was not it, or he his his heel never went down, so he tiptoed.
1: Well, I mean, the pylon camera did a fantastic job of uh, showing that angle, dude. That
0: pylon camera is the most accurate thing ever. Yeah, more accurate than any NFL
1: referee of yeah. all time. Oh yeah, exactly. But yeah, no crazy quality depth uh, and like positioning like yeah. well done
0: there was there was green grass in between him and
1: the the out of bounds yeah i mean that's shoot that was like some ak camera right there yeah I, we we could see this the grass blades. I, I i yes we could i felt like i was laying down like watching right, it right next to him like just waiting like army style just laying down next to it and seeing the whole thing in slow-mo
0: yep yep like you're looking through uh the uh scope yes got it um Let's see. Evan Ingram was awesome.
1: Good for him. He needed that. Ah, he had his first breakout game yeah, six name. years later. Exactly.
0: We've been waiting on this forever <laughs> while he was on the Giants. Like every fantasy team was drafting am like, Oh, Evan Ingram, he's gonna have this year, he's gonna have this year, he's gonna have this year.
1: Well, there you go, you finally got it. Every Madden team was like trading for him. Like yep. yeah, no, he's definitely I don't know. Uh but yeah. Good for him. Good. good, for good. Him. Uh eleven catches, oh. one hundred and sixty two yards and two tutties. So first time he had multiple tutties in a game.
0: Yep, yep. Um, the last thing I had, I I think Tennessee's big problem is their offensive line's bad. I don't know if I'm like, I, I guess I didn't hear anything about it, but I I don't and I don't know if I'm the first to say this, but I think their offensive line's bad.
1: Derrick Henry makes them look better than yes, what they are.
0: Yes, like I I think they're finally getting exposed, because um, like I said, teams are figuring them out. But yeah, I think offensive line, their offensive line's bad.
1: That and then also I think they get too cute with uh, Derrick Henry.
0: I, th- you're right. I think they do.
1: That, uh, so th- I think that's another issue because like Derrick Henry's not cute. He's he's a beast. Mm-hmm. He's not cute. Gotcha. So like don't that, that be- is true. Yeah, just don't don't do anything like other than run the ball with him. Mm-hmm. You got and anything else in this game? That's about it.
0: Already. Uh, the let's see, the Jaguars beat the Titans, thirty-six to twenty-two. Um, next game. Speaking of offensive linemen being bad. The Eagles versus Giants. Giants gave up seven sacks. Seven sacks. Um, okay. Giants, Giants are worse than their record shows. They're not that good. Oh, no. It, and, like, it was raining. They're, the Giants, the Brian dable has been making so much good lemonade out of his shitty-ass lemons that this, I know that the Eagles seemed dominant, but it wasn't that impressive.
1: It wasn't that impressive. No.
0: They're not the Giants aren't that good.
1: Was it because Brian Dable actually covered his head this time?
0: He listened to us last week. He did. We you saw that?
1: I am I'm, I'm really happy that he listens to our podcast. I,
0: I me too, me too. He uh he covered up his head. Yeah. It was not a pretty sight. And um I'm thank you, Brian. Um we didn't need to see that. I was I was really blinded. It was very distracting.
1: Yeah. He's um, considered. he listens to us. Thank you. I appreciate we it. We should have him on the show sometime.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Um so the Devontae Smith um, touchdown catch was B- yeah. bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Does the safety let up, mm-hmm. or the DB let it up? Let yep. up. Yep. It's it's absolutely it it's 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 an atrocity how how much these rules are catered to the offense these days. Yeah. Like these DBs are letting up because he didn't want to get a rough, like he didn't want to get uh, technical. He didn't want to like. I, like there was he should have popped him. Mm-hmm. He should have popped him, and he actually probably got there just in time to get to the point where like he could make the catch in a possible football move to get hit, but he didn't. He didn't. It was such a bullshit fucking thing, and I know why the defender did it, but I, I it pisses me off every time I, I saw it done two weeks ago with Jalen against Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. The the defender just let up. Yep. Like you're not playing defense anymore. None of these fucking records or any of these yards matter because they're not playing defense against you. Yeah. This is bullshit. It has nothing to do with me being mad about my my terrible take about the Eagles being frauds.
1: I wasn't thinking that in the entire in time. <laughs> yeah, of course you weren't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um yeah, that's uh okay, so the there was um the only thing else I had, I, I really hated this game. Most, like, up and down I hated it, this game. But only other thing I had was the weirdest pun attempt. Did you see the guy? It slid like, I don't know. He slid, it slipped out of his hands, bounced on the turf, and then he kicked it.
1: Yeah, um, it almost looked like a drop kick. I, I just kind of, at that point, I could just, like, Hear like the echoes of like my dad and like every single old person being like, That's how they used to kick the football. That's, back how, in the it's, day. that's how it's supposed to be kicked to <laughs> drop kick into the field goal. We used to drop kick the field and that was the harder way to do it. Now you'll pussy's called the ball. I'm yeah. like, Oh gosh, yeah, I had to mute my, my brain there for a second. <laughs>
0: That's I'm glad you said that. I have to mute my brain. <laughs> I actually have to mute my brain a lot of times. Yeah,
1: cuz it'll just like it'll be like an echo chamber and just like send a bunch of different uh, stuff to me it, and I'm it'll, just like Yeah. Just my gotta, thoughts
0: email my brain so many things that I just need to click delete on that I, it's it's insane. I need I I wish I had I wish my brain had like a filter like my email does where it's like just all like, all the thoughts that don't matter just get thrown right into a spam account.
1: hmm You
0: know? And it just, it, like, I don't ever see it. Because you don't see it. There's some thoughts that I have in my brain that are triggered by things that I see that I don't ever want to think about. Yeah. Like, I, I could go my entire life without thinking about half the, half the thoughts that cross my mind. So, I don't know. We should, we should devise some type of technology to do that. Filter out. An email for your brain, if you will.
1: We'll collaborate with uh, Elon.
0: Elon, you know we'll do Bezos. Probably get he'll him fund involved. It. He'll will fund it. Yeah, we'll get some smart guys involved. Who cares? Anyways, you got anything else on this? Ah, that's about it. All right, Eagles collaber the Giants, 48 to 22. Again, it was raining, so it's not an accurate depiction of what would have actually happened. Um, <coughs> next one I got is Ravers, Ravers, <laughs> Ravens, Ravers. <laughs> Ravens versus Steelers. This is this is this was a slug slugfest. This was a classic Ravens versus Steelers game. It, I. <laughs> When was the last time a team won when a QB threw less than ninety yards? Again, those are that's one of those stats that I'm never
1: gonna, I'm never gonna look up. But when the other QB's uh, starting quarterback goes out, what do you mean? Uh, this was like a uh, back. Uh, this became a oh, yeah. backup QB battle. Oh yeah, absolutely. When Pickett's left, left with like ten minutes left in the first quarter,
0: dude. I Mitch, Mitch is not, Mitch is not,
1: not it. Yeah, he's not it. He maybe had a comeback. Maybe he had a comeback. Uh, with maybe a one last attempt before this game. But after this game, no. nope, 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 nope. That three strike theory theory does not apply to him. No, he's he's a forever backup. He well, he may go back to the actually, Bills and be I, a backup.
0: Yeah, yeah, because that that was his third strike. Third strike, he's out. The Steelers is um, I think the um the model that needs to be kind of I don't know, just they they need to. Just incorporate this. JTP. JTP. Just throw to Pickens. Okay. That's, that's all you got to do if you're a Steelers. If you're, if you're part of the Steelers organization. JTP. Just throw to Pickens. That's it. And maybe whenever Pickens comes back, it's like PTP. Whenever Pickett comes back?
1: Pickett to Pickens? Pickett to Pickens. Ooh, I like that. PTP? Yeah. Or we can go PCP and go Pickens catch Pickens.
0: Pickett, catch, Pickens? Yeah. Okay. I, I just like... wanted to say PCP.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> not a druggie. No. Not, not at, at all. all. Not a druggie. Not, not at, all.
0: at all. We'll go PTP. <laughs> pickens. <laughs> Pickett <it> to Pickens. <laughs> um, anyways. Oh, wait. We, we'd have to do um, Pickens catches Picket. PCP.
1: Ah, uh, there it is. Confident. See? I knew we could make it work.
0: Anyways. Uh, last thing I have on this is uh, J.K. Dobbins looked good in his return. Yeah, he looks healthy.
1: I feel like he—he's one of those guys that like just when people forget about him, that's when he comes up. Yeah, yeah. I got another player that's coming up like that too. Good deal. You got anything else on this? Uh, I think that's about it. You sure? Um, no, actually, I do have something else. What? Um. I love how the Ravens just have duplicates of Lamar Jackson as backup quarterbacks. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Every single backup quarterback is just a duplicate of Lamar Jackson.
0: That is true.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anthony Brown came in for whenever... uh, Hunt, uh, Huntley. Tyler Huntley. Yeah. Tyler Huntley got hurt. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it just another one.
0: It, it is. It's just all Lamar Jackson. All
1: Lamar Jackson right there. <laughs> I mean, I get it. You don't want to change your offensive system. You want to have a similar quarterback come in and run the same system. That's, but, man, that, they all look the same.
0: That's that's smart on, on John Harbaugh's part.
1: I mean, it is. It's incredibly it's, smart. It's, it's genius. Yeah. But it's just funny that they all look the same.
0: I know, right? <laughs> all right. Well, the Ravens beat the Steelers 16-14. All right, let's get to the Chiefs versus Broncos. Um Joe, this game was 27 to nothing at one point. 27 to nothing. Yeah. Chiefs, Chiefs were beating the Broncos. Um <clears throat> I, I want to start with the the Patrick Mahomes chuck the the chuck. It's just, that's how it should be labeled as the chuck mm-hmm. to McKinnon. Yes. That was wild. <laughs> it's like bro, it's okay. I think he has, you know, you remember Space Jam mm-hmm. when the Monstars, they took the powers from like Charles Barkley and all the, and Patrick Ewing and all yep, those yep, guys. Yep. I think Mahomes did that. I think he did that, but with like just random like players from history. So he's got like some type of Peyton Manning, Mike Vick combination. I'll give you one. He,
1: he's a reincarnation of Pistol Pete. Yes, okay. So He's He's got Pistol Pete.
0: He's the football version of Pistol Pete. Yes. Oh,
1: I love it. Ooh, that's good. You know how Pistol Pete really brought to the game of basketball just those crazy passes and such? The
0: crazy passes, the the between-the-leg dribbles. Mm -hmm. So he kind of revolutionized the the game of basketball to get it to where it is now. He's going to be revolutionizing the game of football. Yes. Because that truck was just a blind, just like— he, all he did was Chuck took it and, and threw it like a, an 11-year-old throws a pass at his flag football game.
1: Yeah. Just underhanded, just whoop, just little went, flick of the wrist. I know,
0: and he's been doing that like, his entire career. It's like right before our eyes. We just didn't realize it. Yes, He's changing the game like Pistol Pete changed basketball. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Love that. Um, but I really do think he kind of got some of the Monstars' um, powers from like other players.
1: Yeah, um well that's what I was saying i I think I feel like direct uh like you know mostly maybe a pistol pete type of thing but maybe some of the other players from the past you know maybe a Joe Montana yeah, um, yeah got a little Doug bit of Flutie. Flutie
0: yeah you know just John Elway maybe you know whatever anyways that was it was it, that was incredible he just chucked it and it, there, there was nothing else you could say um I we gotta do we gotta talk about the 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 Russ touchdown tracker. Um it's at eleven.
1: It is at eleven now.
0: But here's my thing. I I think if you throw a pick six, it takes one away. Okay. If you if you throw a pick six, it minuses one. So yeah. as far as that goes, he's at ten.
1: Yeah. Are we talking about uh Willie Gay's tip pick yeah. and stiff for six? Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. That's what I'm Tip, labeling it. Tip pick
0: and stiff
1: for six. For six. Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, because he tipped the ball. He caught. He picked it off. Then he stiffed so arm to... the fuck out of a uh, uh, Russell Wilson. That and was unbelievable.
0: Oh, everyone, including all Broncos fans, loved that.
1: Yes, exactly. Um, and then he ran in it for six. Tip
0: pick stiff six. Yeah. Tip pick stiff. That that's a it's a tongue twister. It's you a tongue and, twister. You try and say that like five times in a row really fast. Yeah. Yeah. Tip pick stiff. Six, tip, yeah. pick, stiff, six. All right. Whew, that's tough. <laughs> Anyways, th- oh, yeah, it was awesome. It-, it was incredible. So I think the pick six should count against it. Also, the touchdown to Marlon Mack was a sh- essentially a screen play that Marlon Mack did all his- himself.
1: He did the work.
0: He did the work. That,
1: you- that would be, in our like stis- uh, statistics, that would be a basically a... Um- a run pass or a run play or a Marlin. It should just give credit to Marlon Marlin. Marlin
0: Mac. Yeah. If 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 the quarterback throws less than five mile or five miles, five miles, <laughs> five, <laughs> five yards of air, like if it's an air pass of less than five yards, that should the in in the they score a touchdown of more yards than five yards. That should go to whoever caught the ball.
1: So it really, like, it really should be a run play if it's behind the line of scrimmage.
0: That is true. It should, be, it should be considered a run play because yeah. that is bullshit that, yes.
1: that quarterbacks get
0: the credit for all those yards on a screen play. Yeah. Fuck that. That's unearned yards. That's another statistic. I could unearned do screen, yards. I could
1: do screen passes all day. If that yeah. was – like that was my job. Like if I needed to come in and just do a screen pass, I mean defenses would start picking it up because that's the only thing I would do. But I, I could do that. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like Mike Like Mike Leach said, you could get somebody from 7-11 yes. in, to play quarterback. That's not – no, that's not I, – I, I don't
1: like that. No, I don't like my quarterbacks from 7-11.
0: No, me neither. Um, so, yeah, unearned yards. That's, that's if you throw a pass to a person behind the line of scrimmage, whatever yards they get is not attributed to your, your, your total yardage. Not, not a true stat. Not a true stat. Agreed. Okay, cool. I'm glad we figured that out. Um, uh, for some reason, Travis Kelsey hasn't been the same the last three weeks. He's been a little off. He's been a little bit off. I don't. I don't know, understand what's going on. Um, he had a couple of drops today or mm. uh, Sunday. I'm sorry. He had a couple of drops on Sunday. He's had. He's averaged four catches per week the last three weeks, which I, is very uncharacteristic of him. I don't know.
1: I wonder if he's having a uh, Tom Brady relationship issues. Not to get too and in much into his personal life.
0: Why, why? Why do you think that?
1: I don't know. Just Tom Brady. You know, did the same thing.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. It oh. might
1: be just the thing that's going around. You know that type of season like the breakup season? Oh, okay. But is he married? Yeah, he's married. Okay, he is married. Mhm. Um,
0: yeah. Apparently his his wife's pretty cool. That's what I hear. Pretty
1: cool. Pretty cool. Um, yeah. So that could be it. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, he's a, has been a little bit off.
0: He's got the the yips. Get the yips. I hope his marriage is doing all right. I don't know. I guess he could be pulling up Tom Brady and getting a divorce. I don't know. Who knows? I do know this, that um, you shouldn't, for your touchdown celebration, you shouldn't just fall back and land on your back. Did you see Juju smith schuster
1: Yeah. Um, you don't think that was maybe him, like, as a reference to Broncos, like, um, that was nail in the coffin?
0: I I don't think so. Either way, he shouldn't just fall on his back like that. It's probably not the best.
1: Are you saying it's kind of like a Baker Mayfield button uh, headbutts, or doing headbutts Yeah, yeah, it's,
0: it's probably not the best to do to yourself.
1: Like, don't like, give yourself a concussion.
0: It don't, yeah, and don't, like, break your spine.
1: Yeah. For for no reason. Yeah.
0: That's, that's just what, that was just my... Maybe point.
1: it was a truss fall, and,
0: you know... Because the, the defender was right there, and the defender put an, an, a hand behind
1: him. Or his offensive player. Yeah.
0: Oh. He put a hand underneath him, so, like, he didn't—I guess that was a trust fall, and his teammate just fucked it up.
1: Yeah, so he must not like that he does uh, TikToks all the time. Gotcha.
0: Okay, so his teammate doesn't like TikTok.
1: Yeah, doesn't like Juju doing TikToks.
0: He, that was probably his TikTok,
1: huh? Yeah, he was trying to—maybe uh, Jackson Mahomes was on the sideline trying uh, to do something gotcha. with uh, Juju, and, yep, like, yep. he was not all about it.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Uh, last thing I have— Uh, is uh, Jared Judy had three toddies. Just throw it to Jared Judy. He was so angry when he didn't get the ball.
1: I was about to say, um, I think the Broncos strategy moving onward should be the piss off Jared Judy. Yes. Because he literally turned into the Hulk after he got pissed s- off. Did
0: you see that though? He was so scary.
1: Yeah, he he was intense. I mean, yeah. I, I'm surprised he didn't get called a flag that one time when he was yapping at the ref. Yeah, no, I mean,
0: he he barked at him. Uh, he that barked. was like straight dog.
1: Yeah, he was straight straight barking like a dog. Dogging him. Um and honestly made contact which should that I know that for should. a fact. I don't know all the rules, but I know for a fact <laughs> that is a rule. Um
0: yeah, oh, I I know he, he he touched him. Like that's that's you can't do that. That should have been an automatic flag, as we saw last year with Cassius Marsh. Like even if the ref
1: puts his butt into you, that's illegal. That's illegal. Yes. And so I, but the thing was he I, from that play, but from that play on, he was pissed off and went off. So I I think that should be the end the game plan, um, moving forward for Nathan, uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah,
0: I agree. Just just piss him off. Just piss I mean, speaking off. of pissed off. They had a fight at the end. Good old division rivalry.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely love it. It's nothing like. It, there's not a divisional rivalry if there's not a fight at the end.
0: Exactly, exactly. Then you're just pussy shit if you don't get in a fight.
1: Um, you got anything else in this? Uh that was it.
0: Somehow the Broncos come back and make this a game, thirty-four to twenty-eight. Um, let's get to the Bronx. The Bronx. The Bucks versus the 49ers. seven to thirty-five. Remember when I talked about it earlier? Shanahan's the best coach alive Yes Shanahan took Mr. Irrelevant The last pick in the draft Last year The worst possible player In that draft And beat The best Quarterback To ever play this game Mm -hmm. And It's actually not a bad bucks team And they destroyed him Okay They're there shouldn't be a winner from the NFC South to go to the playoffs. They they should give it to another another team. Give it to the Lions. Give it to the Lions or uh, give it to the Seahawks. Like, give it to somebody who deserves it. Like, just take the NFC South out of playoff contention. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Um, That Debo injury is tough. It was tough. The great thing about having Kyle Shanahan as your coach is that they will. He he will make up for it. He'll he'll figure something out.
1: He will figure something out. But he did get criticized about that, though. What? Um. Jerry Jerry Rice came out and was very critical about him using skill players up the middle.
0: Oh come on, Jerry.
1: Yeah, that's, I thought that was a little nitpicky as well. It is
0: so nitpicky. Yeah, like you're. It's like you're like you're looking. That was clickbait. That's all that was. That's clickbait. That's Jerry was was. Thirsty for attention, and he just needed some kick, clickbait, and that's what he used. I mean, Which good for him because it it's got all of us talking about it. Yep. So I uh, hey, I can't fault the guy.
1: I, I think that's just it's just a odd. It was just like a freak circumstance that happened. He just it was an awkward position. They could have happened on a wide receiver play too. Yeah,
0: and nobody's gonna listen because the 49ers are fucking winning. They're winning. They went, they went like one and four, and then have been undefeated since, or something like that, or like it's gone like five and two, or something like that since. It's it's not that's not the exact record that they've had, but that's it's just they've the the turnaround that they've had has just been absolutely insane. They're on a roll. They're on a roll. It's like like the lions. The lions are on a roll. They started off one and something, and now have won like I I, I don't know. It would they they've they've won. 5 and 2 or something. Like I don't know. Yeah. But they they've gone on a roll. It's always nice to see the Bucks lose. Nice to see Tom Brady lose. Um I don't know. It's just just this again, like I said this is one of those games where Saints won the buy. Falcons won the buy.
1: Yep, because of it. Yeah. So
0: I I don't have really too much else on this game except the 49ers defense
1: is just out of this world good. They they might carry this team through the playoffs. I I
0: think they will. I think they'll go to the NFC Championship. I really do think the 49ers will end up in the NFC Championship, probably playing the Eagles. Yes, most likely. Won't they definitely won't be playing the Vikings. I know that for a fact. <laughs> Fuck the Vikings. Dude. Um anyways, you got anything else on this? Uh that's about it. Nice. Right. Bucks lose to the 49ers 7 to 35. Uh, let's quickly go through this one. Panthers or Seahawks it was a good game, but who fucking cares?
1: I, I I will have to say this though. I mean, yeah, like it really in the grand scheme of it doesn't really look like it, especially if we were to give the NFC South to somebody else, another division. Um, but are the are Panthers about to go to win the NFC South? I hope not, man.
0: I, I really hope not. Like they don't have a head coach. They're using Sam Darnold as their fucking starting quarterback, and they've lost their best wide receiver,
1: and their running back.
0: And the running back, Chris McCaffrey.
1: Yeah. No, I I kind of like really kind of associate this to um like I mean, they're basically like disassembling. They I mean, obviously they were trying to do start a rebuild and it, it you know they, they might actually just get themselves disassemble themselves into the playoffs. So I I'm kinda of comparing it to I don't know if you saw remember that movie Ted. Ted um,
0: with um, Mark Wahlberg?
1: Yeah. yeah, and, um, and Seth MacFarlane's the, uh, the the voice for Ted. Yeah, the uh, the bear. Yeah, uh, he you remember he knew he was applying for a job at the supermarket. Uh huh. And he just it, like he was in the job interview, and he was like uh, they were, he was asking him questions. He was like, uh, "Why do you want this job?" He's like, "I don't fuck you," you know. <laughs> he's and, like trying not to make it. He's trying not to make it, and the guy's like. You're hired. It's like it's like the Panthers are like, all right, hey, we're gonna trade this, we're gonna trade this. We're not trying to make the playoffs. We're gonna get the first uh, first round, and then like the playoffs are like, you're in. <laughs>
0: This oh, is the type a, of team
1: that we want. That's a, <laughs> the
0: NFC South committee has spoken. <laughs> right, you have <laughs> you have become the worst possible team. We are going to count you in. No, we're you're in. <laughs> that's and perfect.
1: then the Panthers are like fuck. <laughs>
0: They're like no, no. Uh, that's good. Yeah, um, that's about
1: all I had for this one. Uh, that and then the uh, Terrence Marshall leg catch. The ter- that was dude. The,
0: yeah, the Terrence Marshall leg catch is.
1: That was that was bizarre, unreal, unreal. Because yeah. I've seen some leg catches before, and they're they're fun, they're really cool. But this one was rem- most reminiscent of like the helmet catch, like where it was just bizarre, yeah. like how it, well, it happened. He, like
0: he rolled over in a way that like kept the ball off of the the field, but it was confusing as to how it was kept off the field. You yeah. know, like the, how the 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 turf didn't help.
1: You had to you had to watch five angles of it to fully actually understand yeah. how yeah. it it. it you know, stayed off the field.
0: Thank God for technology, because otherwise we would have we, we we would still not understand how that catch happened. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Tyler Lockett had a nice catch. It was a toe touch in the end zone. Those are always nice. Very okay.
1: uh, very underrated wide receiver.
0: Very underrated. Again, there wasn't really too much from this game, so uh, that's that's what I had. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I had too. <laughs> um, you got anything else? That's it. Panthers beat the Seahawks thirty to twenty four. Uh let's go to the Miami Dolphins versus the LA Chargers. Uh rough game if you're Tua. Um I'm glad he decided to go with the injury bug. Mm-hmm. He he decided to go with the injury excuse, which is I think it was a good move. Yeah, it's a good move. I think it was a good move. I don't think he really had any other options there um starting off 3 and 15 passing not the best, especially when like People were really high on y'all. You had a decent start to the season, and they seem like they're kind of falling apart. The only thing that's holding them together is Tyreek Hill.
1: Yeah, no. If but I will say this: if he does like not make it in the NFL, which you know I'm not hoping for that. I'm just saying, um, just for you know instance, or but he he could do very good at giving directions. Why is that? Um, whenever that football, the fumble recovery with Tyreek, the odd play um yep, he yep. pointed he pointed Tyreek exactly where to go
0: that's that's a that's a good point i was going to get to that because that 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 Tyreek Hill um fumble recovery for a touchdown was wild yes it, it, it i know i know we talk about this every week and it gets brought up and brought up and it's like beating a dead horse but Tyreek Hill is so fucking fast mhm and and that was put on full display with that that fumble return he he ran around, yeah. And he, he Tua Tagovailoa is the human GPS.
1: Yeah, he just pointed him right in the right direction.
0: And Tyreek
1: Hill just sped. That play kind of reminded me of like a rugby scrum, how Almost. the ball just kind of disappears for a second, and then it just pops out at the back of it, and then some guy, some like striker or wing, just starts taking it down the field. Striker. <laughs>
0: The scrum half, yeah, no, oh, okay, yeah. The, 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 I like I, striker. Striker's better. Striker, okay, yeah. But the scrum half, yeah, would we'll just take it out of the out of the um the ruck and then just or the scrum and just boom. yeah, boom. Just that's take, what I'm taking into the uh, to the end zone. They call it a try in uh, in rugby. Okay, yeah, instead that's of, right. Instead of a touchdown, because you it, try so hard, it's a try. It tried so hard, got so far, man. Yeah. We would play Lincoln Park to start every fucking game. Nice. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see the uh, the last thing I had was the the Dolphins almost got an onside kick. They probably should have got it.
1: The, yeah,
0: the Chargers fumbled that around. Like that was that was pretty close. I mean, they if they would have got a touchdown and an extra point, they would have won. So that was, yeah. that was pretty big.
1: Some guy from the other side of the field was the one that made the recovery. Other side, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: that's and it why was... that's. That's why you don't give up on the play. You well, I was gonna to
1: say it was a white, uh, white guy special teamer, mm. which is the probably the biggest hustler on the football team. Absolutely, the biggest hustler on a football team is a white guy who's a special teamer.
0: Yeah, the the guy that's not nearly athletic enough to be on the team, no. but he he gives it his heart and soul. I know we talked about this like either last week or the week before. It's like the guy on the basketball team. That's, the only reason he's there is because he's a rah rah guy that tries so fucking hard.
1: Tries so hard. Yeah, that's it. And it, like, basically, the coach only uses him whenever the team's down and be like, "Hey, look, look at uh, Johnny over there. He's giving his hardest right now. You know, we, we need to be like Johnny." <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, you're right. It, we, when you need a motivator, but your coach is all out of motivation. Yes. He just turns to Johnny.
1: Yeah, he's look, like, look, Johnny's still working hard. Little we might Johnny, be, he's we, the engine. Little we might engine. be 2-10 and ten right now, but Johnny's giving all of his effort. You need to be like Johnny.
0: Yeah, look at him. He, <laughs> he gets paid like $50 an hour. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you got anything else on this game?
1: Um, yeah, actually, let me see what I was going to say. Um, Mike Williams. Mike Williams is a... Um, he, I, I hate. I don't want to put it this way because I don't want to wish this upon him. But he, he, always remind us, reminds us why he's so good, and then he always gets hurt.
0: Oh, it's he's
1: the biggest tease. It's the biggest tease, man. Like it's just like I feel like we've been deprived of Mike, uh, Mike Williams. Yeah, us as a fan base,
0: we should sue Mike Williams yes. because he has deprived us of his. Beautiful talent and a playmaking ability.
1: Yeah. I, I mean... I, I,
0: wonder, I want to tune in and watch them, but I'm not going to because Mike Williams is not play.
1: Specifically, if I was Justin Herbert, I would sue him. Because yeah, I'd be like, true. my stats would be so much better. If that's you were true. And
0: Brandon Staley's seat wouldn't be getting as warm as it, it is. is.
1: Yes. So Brandon Staley has a case, too. Yes. Yeah. So
0: come on, Mike. Stop being fucking injured. We want to watch you play.
1: We want to watch you play. But
0: anyways, Char- Dolphins lose to the Chargers 17-23. All right, last game: Patriots versus Cardinals. Um, I uh, I'm so boring.
1: Yeah, this was one I actually really enjoyed tuning into the Eli and Peyton show.
0: Okay, so that's uh, that. Look, we'll start with that. I feel like I feel like every game should have an alternate.
1: Should have an alternate. They should
0: have an alternate because if the game sucks. People will tune in to see what those other people are saying. Yeah. So, like, those normal sports broadcasters, they're going to do their job. They're going to, you know, announce the game like it should be announced. But you should be able to view an alternate broadcast where they just kind of make it funny or they just say whatever's on their mind. Yeah. And, you know, there's no filter. It's not like they have to be edited or censored or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And you can just watch it and enjoy a boring-ass game. Yep. I think that should that needs to be a thing. I think the Manning cast is actually, you know, they're pioneering this.
1: They are, they are pioneering this. So I, I like it. Um, it's cool. Um, I actually, I think to be honest with you, um, I noticed that I think Thursday night has an alternate broadcast. Ooh! But it's it's all female cast that oh, they do. Gotcha. So they're trying to cater to oh, female I see female watchers. I see
0: what they're doing? Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I guess good for them for trying. But I think there should be an alt cast for every game. Yeah, like every game should have an all cast. Um, and honestly, the, if they get big enough, they could do multiple alt casts. Like I've, obviously, the it'll never happen because the TV networks are going to lose money. But I don't know. I think we can get there. I, yeah, think if the, it,
1: I think I think money will be fine. I think money will be fine.
0: They're going to lose money, which is not going to be pretty for a lot of people.
1: They'll be okay.
0: I'm <laughs> pretty <For laughs> sure they'll, they'll get be okay. they'll get over it. <laughs> I know be they'll good. be okay, but they're not going to like it. They'll be fine. They'll be alright. Um,
1: how happy do you think Kyler is to tear his ACL? Oh, man. I don't wish injury upon anybody. I think I've mentioned that like 12 times this episode. But, like, yeah, he is so happy. He's so excited that he got injured. That was, like, the perfect thing for him. Yeah. Because now the season can't be blamed on him. He hasn't played long enough for it to be blamed on him. Right. And now he just, all he has to do, he doesn't have to, like, focus in on the rest of the game, uh, the year so he can just focus in on Cod.
0: Yeah. He doesn't have to think about anything else but Cod.
1: No. Call of Duty
0: is his main focus now. Yeah, good for you, Kyler. You you did it. You found the way. It was a it was a non-contact injury too. Yeah,
1: me. yeah. Like I mean, he didn't even have to find a reason. Like he didn't have to find somebody to you know make that, make that call for him. He he, he he went out and did it himself. I think
0: he just manifested it. Like he would he would sit in his in his like in his room every day and meditate on how he can have in it's some type of injury that doesn't involve getting. Hit by somebody.
1: Yeah. He was like talking to his like gamer chair. He's like, I'm going to come back to you. I'll be back. I'll be back.
0: Oh, you think he like, he like gives it a lap dance every night. It's like, oh, just wait for me. I'll be here.
1: Oh yeah. I I believe so. Mm -hmm. Okay. Those, those gamer chairs are actually pretty comfortable. They are nice.
0: They are nice. I They have like seat warmers and shit like that too.
1: If I was to get an office chair, I would get a gamer chair.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Those things are the best. It's the best. It's by far the best. Um... Is it just me? Again, this we're, we haven't really talked about the game at all. Um, <laughs> if you think about it, we just we we haven't, and I'm not gonna even I'm not even gonna talk about the game here. The Cardinals uniforms, I think, make them look skinny.
1: They make them look skinny.
0: Yeah, so I think Kyler Murray. This is through no fault of his own. I think he looks small, but I think he looks small because of those uniforms. <clears throat> I don't know what it was, but when I was watching the game, they just all look skinny. Yeah. I don't know if they all have small players, but they all look skinny.
1: Like Buddha, Buddha Baker looks small. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins even looks kind of skinny. He kind of looks skinny My, too. Like, like
0: Hollywood Brown looked a little skinny. Yeah. I don't, I, I mean, they're, they're they should, I think it's, I think it's the, I think it's the uniforms. I it think might I be really the uniforms.
1: Do. Well, cause, and on the contrary, I believe that you're, you, there's a good uh, alternate or adverse, uh, you know, effect too. Like it. You know, I think oh. some teams, actually, their jerseys make them look bigger.
0: Ew. Oh, yeah. Like, like um, who you got in mind? Who you think?
1: I'm, I'm kind of thinking, like, Pittsburgh. The His co- first thing comes to mind. Big Ben always was big. Yeah. And, you know, those That's players true. were kind of always, they just seemed bigger.
0: They do. Well, I guess James Harrison looked, he looked a bit. He De'ron looked Bettis. really big. Yeah. I mean, they, these were big guys, but they did look kind of bigger. Yeah. You know who else? The Browns look big.
1: The Browns, okay. Yeah, I I think the Browns look big.
0: I mean, I know they have some big guys like David Njoku, Miles Garrett. But like I think they just they just maybe look Nick bigger. Chubb's Nick, thighs. Oh Nick Chubb's thighs. Yeah. I don't know. There's there's just some jerseys that make guys look bigger and then some jerseys that make guys look smaller. I yeah. don't know. I just, and I think the the cardinals make them look smaller.
1: They look smaller. Yeah, I, I agree. I have to agree. JJ Watt even looks a little smaller. Yeah, right? He yeah. looks a
0: little skinnier in a in a cardinal's uniform. He yeah. looked bigger in the in the Texans uniform.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. It, it's it's a theory. I don't know. Anyways, you got anything else?
1: Um I will have to say this. Uh to talk about the game, you know, for one time. Uh-huh. Um Hopkins was carrying the ball like a loaf and got it fumbled. Oh, Which can only mean one thing. He's not elite. He's not elite anymore. Oh,
0: that's how you know.
1: Yeah. That's how you know. That's so DeAndre
0: Hopkins no longer elite.
1: Yep. Yeah, he he must be getting too old. I guess so. So, yeah, cuz I mean you you got, if you hold the bar, uh, ball like a uh, loaf of bread, you don't fumble it. No, you can't fumble it. If, if you're, you're elite, elite, you don't fumble it. You don't fumble it.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, that's it. That's that's just it.
1: Um you got anything else? Uh, I think that's about it. I do
0: love talking about a game without talk actually talking about the game. Right. It's nice. It's nice. Um, okay, that ends it. Uh, let's see. I got the Pels. The Pels are fucking awesome. The Pelicans. Let's uh, – a little NBA talk. We'll, we'll – We'll slowly morph into the NBA talk here, but um, yeah, I just want to talk. The Pelicans are the number one team in the West.
1: Number one team in the West, eighteen and eight record, have a half game lead over the Grizzlies.
0: It, well, it's it's eighteen and nine now. We just lost to the Utah Jazz. Son of a bitch! Breaking news, but it's okay. The Utah, we I mean we, we were going on a run. It's fine. Zion Williamson still had he put up twenty six points, so he still had a good game. And we're not we're playing we're still playing without Brandon Ingram. So. Yeah. Well, the the pals are fucking good.
1: And also, I Larry Nance, I think just uh, coined our you know our slogan for this year. What is that? Uh, flock around and find out. Oh yeah,
0: let's go! <laughs> I love that. You got to have something to rally around. Yeah. All the great teams, all the great like comeback teams or like underdogs, always had something to rally around.
1: And the fact that he was doing it in response to somebody who was tweeting at him. Like he was making a meme, and it was actually a pretty funny meme. It was some guy like looking through a window and had a he was, had a um, edited pelican uh, head on him, mm-hmm. and somebody was like, "This man needs to be stopped," and he's like, he's like, "Why?" <laughs> or he was like, "Flock around and uh, find out," or something like that. It was funny. I, I don't know the the exact uh, wording on it, but it was I just like the the phrase "flock around and find out."
0: Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. I love it. Flock around and find out. Do you got anything else? I think that wraps (laughs) things up. All right. We'll see you all next week. Love y'all. Later.